Brothers and sisters, today let's reflect on the downward descent um, from the virtue of humility. So we've been saying that the spiritual life is probably best captured by the whole idea of going up to God by uh, going down in terms of the spiritual life, in terms of, you know, by the going down part is, is, is really captures the sense that how we might first on first instincts seek to find happiness and to find God is quite the opposite way. And I gave the example of like virtue. Um, for example, I think it's best seen like if you're preparing in a sport, um, at first there's so much suffering and the sacrifice and the preparation to excel at the support. Um, and it involves so much to be given up. Um, while the maybe our some kind of disordered primal instinct maybe might be to to try and succeed at the sport and jump over that stage and just succeed but in fact we probably just fail but what we're surprised by is that after all the success oh sorry after all of the sacrifice of of virtue and preparing well for this game i say it's football or hockey or whatever it is um then one learns a mastery over that by all the sacrifice. Um, and so there's the joy that arises over the mastery over the game that one now has, possesses in them, which is the virtue with the, this mastery, this ease at which they can play the game that they wouldn't have if they hadn't practiced and practiced and practiced and maybe, you know, ate the right things and all that. And then they have the joy now of, of that. While at first, someone might just give into all their temptations, ate whatever they want, slept, you know, overslept, um, didn't wake up early for their routines, etc., etc. But then when they went to play the game, they ended up in bad shape, they end up discouraged, they end up in a sort of a negative state. And so the spiritual life is a bit like that. And that's what I mean by the downwards descent. Um, that that we, we have to do things in our spiritual life that m might be painful, might be hard, but that will lead us ultimately to the joy of the of, of, of being with God, mastering our life and, and the joy of of virtue, the joy of, of, of being like God and being one with God and the way God is. Um, yeah, so today we want to look at the virtue of humility. That, you know, like humility is, is a funny virtue that sometimes we can misunderstand. It doesn't mean that we have to be doormats. It doesn't mean that we cannot do great things or have projects. It doesn't mean that we just shut up and be silent and we just stare into space or that we, you know, we don't laugh loud or we don't, you know, have, um, make jokes or we don't, in other words, that we're not human. No, hum humility will actually humanize us, make us quite human. But humility, St. Thomas says, is, is really about recognizing the truth. It's tied to the notion of the truth. A humble person is, is sober about what is true. And that means it's sober about their defects as well. Sober even about their strengths, you know, the gifts that they have. But they recognize that the good things that they do, do not stem only from themselves, but stem ultimately from God. So a humble person is someone who's tremendously grateful. Uh, just grateful to have life, grateful for the gifts that they have. And so a humble person is safeguarded from maybe that, that temptation for all of us that the grass is green on the other side, which is, could be a form of, of, of pride that we're saying to God that what we don't have right now is enough for me. 
And so we always, and therefore all the other sins like greed and envy and all that could trigger on. So a humble person avoids that spiral of sin. But humility is a downward path as well. It's because it's, it's as in the scriptures, it says, don't put yourself up in the high places, but choose the low places and then God will lift you up. So humility is also come bowing down in prayer. It's like, it's the opposite to that, you know, that parable with the, the Pharisee, he goes off. It's like showtime, he's showing off before God. Oh, I did this, I pay tithes, I do this charity, I pray, I fast, you know. And these are all things that in, in people, us, in our spiritualized, we, we do. And we, we, it's almost like trying to attract God by, by all these things that we do. And saying, look, God, look how attractive I am. Now you'd hear my prayer. <laughs> And it's a subtle temptation for all of us. Um, while in that same gospel event, we see a man, a sinner, a great sinner coming in and just not even raising his eyes to heaven, but bowing down, kind of humbling in his spirit and saying, you know, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, because he's true. He's being truthful. He's being he's realizing that fundamentally that he's a sinner, that he needs God. And what happens that that act attracts the eyes of Jesus Christ to him and Jesus points him out to the other people. So that humility attracts the eyes of God, basically. And that's a principle, you know, for our spiritual life. The more humble we be going, we realize, Lord, I'm nothing. I'm actually nothing. All the good that is in me has come from you, you know, that that and, 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 and therefore, if, if God has given us gifts, a humble person means I have to fulfill those gifts. I have to develop my talents and gifts for God. That's a humble thing to do because it came from God and God didn't give it for no reason. So let us humble ourselves to attract God.